Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 172 of the black flag podcast uh my headphones are all fucked up uh as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii to my left is bradley saucier at b sauce 96 and to his left is at bobby timmons 13 uh together we are at black flag pod on all things social media uh as you know uh it looks as though the three of us had an eventful weekend it sounds like uh bob it looks like you're recovering from uh i don't know you're you're like half dead over there what's going on i am very ill i don't know what happened about 11 o'clock today i just started having severe stomach pains naturally first thing like goes to worst case scenario oh my appendix burst but it didn't i think i just had gas i pounded a bunch of pepto-bismol and now i have a splitting headache um i've been asleep since two o'clock i skipped my hair appointment for the second time uh and took today off so i could rebuild the rest of humpty dumpty and that's very counterproductive when you leave work at two in the afternoon to go to sleep not happy about it so are are you pregnant i don't think so Um, all right Wow. You know, just trying to eliminate I, it some is things 2022. Here. I don't really know. I didn't throw up, so that's cool. If you get pregnant, does that mean we own Disneyland or Disney World or something? What? I think that's a thing. Is that what that means? Yeah, first first guy to get pregnant, Walt Disney said that you get Disney World. No way that Walt said that. Wow. Look it up. Google it. Really? I swear to God. What a absolutely preposterous <laughs> thought in the 50s or whenever <laughs> that guy died. Well, he probably knew it wasn't possible. Well, well that's, you make a good is it, point. Is it impossible? Mm-hmm. Don't, you, don't you need ovaries to be pregnant? I don't know. I've never had ovaries. There's case in point. <laughs> I've also never. Can you imagine pregnant. if you got pregnant and there was just nowhere for the baby to come out of? But, yeah, where does it baby? go? It comes out your butt. It better not come out of my dick. I've met a couple oh, butt that babies. Hurts so bad. <laughs> Definitely met a couple butt babies. Speaking of fucking Speaking coming of out of my dick, if I, if I ever, oh. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? <laughs> well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh huh. Uh, yeah, I can't even imagine the the coming out of the pee hole, you know, because the, the the just the thought of kidney stones Ugh. gives me the one ick. of my biggest fears in life. Oh yeah, yeah, mine. Well, too. apparently childbirth Spider is pretty snakes. pretty bad, but it can't be. Women that can't be fupas. nearly as bad as a sharp rock coming out of your and, fucking dang hole. And you know how you can tell that? Stones. Because old joke, gonna recycle it here. No, none of us are asking to have more kidney stones. Girls ask for more babies. Well, wow, you know that's actually. The first time I've ever heard that, and that makes way too much sense. 
Logic. Like almost hmm. all the sense. So anyway, so Bob, you, you we fla- went off the rails <laughs> so fast this week. That That's was quick. Awesome. That was quick. Uh, you flappy birded, correct? Holy shit, did we? Uh, it's uh, it <laughs> sounded like you had a time at Lee. Uh, and it's then, pretty hard that you can go from I wonder if they'll sell me a beer even though I'm wearing my fire suit to holy shit we're gonna finish third in the same event. Um, didn't finish fourth at Lee Smack Tour 350 Super Modifieds. It was like an old home days reunion. I think pretty much all of us got our start in 350 Supers at Lee in the late to mid 2000s, including me. I made my first start in one actually in 2014, but I hung out with Ben Tinker when he raced down there. A lot of guys got their starts and. Um, Man, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, a lot of people have their opinions of the Smack Tour one way or another. I, I have not had that much fun at the racetrack in a long time. Um, we were the second quickest car in practice on new tires. Shout out to the little engine that could. Just chugging along. Started uh, seventh in my heat, finished fifth, way too free. We worked on it. Uh, I knew we were going to have to tighten it up for the race. And uh, started 13th and, uh, and got up to like seventh or eighth. That was pretty much all it had. You know, we were just way too free, but so was everybody else. It was even worse. I got behind Matt Seavey. Matt's pretty good. Uh, doesn't race as much as he used to, but I don't know if his foot fell off the gas pedal or he just got that free, but I wean-stepped and drove right over the top of him. Spun out, tore the nose wing off, clipped two other cars, I think, when I was spinning around trying to get off the racetrack. Damn it, Bob. Yeah, pretty uh, – I was due for a wean-step. It had been – been, that was my sixth race of the year and really hadn't done any damage to the car, so – I pitted. Nose wing was fucked. It it looked like, you know, when you peel the label off a soda bottle, it peeled the skin off the can. It was fucked. And I said, ah, fuck it. There's only 16 laps to go. What am I going to do? Go out there, start 18th, and, and, and you know, tear shit up to get back to where I was running. Nah, fuck it. we got to race again tomorrow. So I get to the grandstands just in time to see Mike Nettishin lose it on a restart. He was fourth and bottlenecked up and wrecked about 10 of them. And uh, I, I just sat down, and Abby's like, excuse me, I'm dying. Uh, there's like not going to be many cars left after that one. And the light bulb went off in my head and I'm like, dude, they didn't go a lap. And I don't think I touched a bleacher. I scaled the entire set of bleachers, went running, saw my grandmother. She's looking at me like I had nine heads. I said, I'm going back out. So I run back to the guys, Malcolm and Rob were working on it. We changed the nose wing. My dad comes running over. My dad was expecting to have to come find me in the bar and be like, Hey, let's keep racing. But I beat him to the punch. So we fixed the nose wing. I had a brand new one with a bumper in the trailer. Really wasn't that tough. Made it back out with plenty of time to spare. They were still peeling guys out of the catch fence and fired us off. And I restarted. Uh, the, the restarts were free for all. In hindsight, I kind of wish I'd, I'd stole a few spots, but guys stole way more. And I, I wished I had uh, stolen more because it would have saved me. But uh, James Wickham was on the outside pole in the ensuing restart. Pops motor. Everybody in the outside lane crashes except me. I got it woed up, had it missed, watching guys pilot in the fence. And Matt Seafee from behind me just cleans me out over the top of the left rear, destroys the entire tail section of bodywork. Just goes right through one of my wing shocks on the air cylinder. Destroys all of it. And I'm like, God damn it. I am so fucking happy I went back out. That all sounds real cheap. Luckily, it, the air cylinder didn't. Or the air cylinder got wrecked, but the hydraulic cylinder didn't. The air cylinders are only $118. I had two brand new ones on the shelf at home. So that wasn't bad. Had a complete spare setup in the trailer. So I pulled in, and one of the guys from Tommy Tomborello's crew, he had, he was done. He's like, oh, you're, you're all done now. The air cylinder's junk. So no, we're not. We got more. So dad puts another one on. It worked to hold the wing up, but I couldn't put any air in the wing, which is how you adjust, you know, what the wing does. So the wing was just pinned solid. I'm like, fuck it. There's only like 12 cars left at this point. You know, they've eliminated half the field. Um, so I go back out. This is where I wished I'd stole some more spots. Um, you know, started behind two guys that were lapped down and didn't know it. The race control was not saying a word on the radio. 
Ben Dinker came out of the pits like, out of 12 of us because he was involved in the previous wreck and restarted fifth. And I'm like, well, fuck, if I'd have restarted fifth, I'd have probably contended for the win. So I restarted probably 10th out of 12, drove to fourth. I'd cleared Jimmy Renfro um, for third. We actually split a guy, Johnny Leonard, three wide for the third with like three to go. And Bill Helliwell tried to follow me and was like eight minutes too late, cleaned out Johnny Leonard. They both knocked the wall down. Caution comes out again. Dad swears I'd beat Jimmy to the line the lap before. I thought Jimmy was ahead of me. Either way, they put Jimmy back in front of me, and we ended up fourth. So definitely a clusterfuck. About 60 to 70 hours worth of just sheet metal work alone, um, which is what I've been doing, which is why we didn't record last night. I worked on it until about 10. Was entire, planned on doing it all day today, and uh, got about half of it done. So I guess I'm going to have to take another day off tomorrow, which stinks. But then we went to Star and finished second. That uh, Have you done that before? No, never. Oh. I didn't even race Jeffrey. Like, he showed me a wheel. <laughs> Actually, Justin Harris showed up and was real, real fast. And he, he, uh, it's funny. He's dating my ex girlfriend. And the second time he, we're basically, we both started in the front row. And I like Justin a lot. We get along great. Me and my ex are very cordial. There's no bad blood there. Uh, we're racing my for the lead. <sighs> you and I are about to not be cordial. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Justin and I are battling for lead. And he feeds me a big old heap in a right front twice. And the second time, he hit me pretty hard. My car bounced up a groove, and he cleared me, and I started thinking, uh, singing in my helmet, um, Machine Gun Kelly, you know my ex, so that makes this complicated. <laughs> um, but he actually drove off and was fast, and um, he ended up breaking a power steering line, so we got by him, but Jeffrey got by me in the meantime, and it just came down to... I was so gassed. I slept in a, on an air mattress in my trailer with my girlfriend, Abby. Like, hey, welcome to this racing deal, babe. We're going to sleep in the trailer on an air mattress. Uh, after a, a, a fine dining experience at the Epping Applebee's, they're very gracious to have us. So I think we're good there. Um, just going through the motions. I was gassed. Like I said, when Jeffrey showed me a wheel, I'm like, it's lap 12. Forget it. Just, I didn't wave him by, but I might as well just <laughs> waved him on by. And, uh, we were fast enough to beat everybody else, which seems to be the common theme. PJ Sturgis came home third at the end. So just racking up those second place finishes, making, you know, making a little bit of money racing, but it is exhausting. <laughs> You got to be. Are you not the point leader now? No, Jeffrey's still the point Jesus leader, but we. Christ. I think we washed this week the points that he beat. He gained for winning the race over me. I think I gained because I won my qualifying heat, and he finished like third or fourth. I don't really know. I don't really care. I just you know keep telling myself to keep grinding, and he's one bad night away, but so am I. So it's like I don't know, I'll just keep taking it at this point. I don't even care. You know, a lot of guys complain about rules with both series. You know, this, that, the other thing. I don't even really want to get into it anymore. But I'm just. I'm having more fun racing this year because I just simply do not give a fuck. I really don't. It's You go to the racetrack, not saying that you're beat every Saturday, but I know I'm beat. I need luck to win at Star, and it's painful to have to go to the races and do that, but it's the truth, and certainly not going to give up trying. Um, but it's a little nice going to the smack races, and Jeffrey's not there. Why, why isn't he there? Uh, text me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not putting it on the air. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> trying to trying to not not ruffle any feathers here, but uh, so shout out to both Star and Smack, and they give us a place to race. I had fun, exhausting weekend, but um, looking forward to Star this Saturday and then Seacong next Wednesday for Open Wheel Wednesday. Not to get too ahead of myself, but I didn't. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a 350 smack race that was that much of a clusterfuck. Um, they're, typically I pretty, saw, they're typically pretty good. Yeah, all I saw was that one wreck that involved uh, Netishin there where, I mean, that there was some fucking massive hits in that wreck, but I didn't know that they uh, y- y'all <coughs> kept piling it into the wall and shit. Yeah, it was, <coughs> excuse me, it was, uh, it was a tough one. 
I honestly think by when I had <clears throat> ran over Matt Stevie on lap 34, the race everybody kind of strung out, and the race had kind of determined itself. So I like to think that me running out of talent um, is the reason 10 guys inevitably ended up crashing, and then I drove back to the top five. So in hindsight, it was a profitable wean step. <laughs> The, the I'm, net, all, I'm all the about logistics gain was here. there. Yeah, right, yeah. Because yeah. if that race goes green, the final 16 laps, I get to like eighth, maybe seventh. Instead, I destroyed half the body and got fourth. So shout out to that extra two hundred dollars I probably got. <laughs> Hell yeah, worth it. Especially today when I was laying on the floor, it, it crippling pain. It must have been a full moon on Friday. Cause oh Lee, <laughs> Lee is just a super tough track. It's it's fast and nope. it's but it's there's no grip at all. And we, I was actually too tight in practice, and I knew that it was going to free up as the night went on, but I just didn't. I mean, I put like two turn, two percent across in it for the feature, and it still wasn't enough. Huh. I had to put another two percent in when I pitted. I put the, I typically run like fifty-one percent cross at star. I put the thing on the scale Saturday morning. It's like fifty-six. Like, and that still wasn't enough. <laughs> it's a big, a bit of a difference for sure. We are, we were swinging for the fences. Well, Bradley alluded to it a little bit there. <laughs> Friday night apparently was a clusterfuck of all sorts. Uh, yeah, I'm everywhere. excited to hear what went on at Bartlett Bridge. Cause it, I didn't hear much, so I assumed <clears throat> no news was ish news. It, <laughs> it it wasn't, I don't know, just they everybody wrecked on every single lap of every single race. It, when it wasn't even just the wrecks, it was also just that everyone forgot how to listen and forgot what they were supposed to do on the racetrack. Oh my, it was <laughs> it was bad. So so once or tread, twice tread a year. Tread lightly here. I don't uh, want to deal with any angry moms this no, week. No, man, fuck them. But uh, <laughs> no, so at, once or twice a year, the we well, we do the Bartlett thing. Bobby's the flagger. I'm the announcer. Bradley now is the other announcer. Rusty is the corner worker. So once or twice a year, Bob has to race on a Friday night, and I inevitably end up being the flag guy because I also have experience doing that at other racetracks. So when that happens, that puts Bradley by himself in the announcer's booth. Um, Russell, again, doesn't really get affected by it, but that also puts Brandon Lazat now in the announcer's booth. And it's, it's definitely a different dynamic, I think, with you and Rusty versus Rusty and I. For sure. Um, th- there, that being said, um, kind of like Brad said, I think just everybody forgot how to just keep in mind we do go-karts three weeks since the last race, four weeks. Yeah. yeah. It was an extended that, break and these are children and yes. children have squirrel brains. So, yes. um, and I have a very, 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 very low threshold for bullshit. Um, and then I also forget that they're small children a lot of the time too. So like. Uh, they, they would wreck, uh, go a lap, they'd wreck, then they'd go two laps, and then they'd wreck. And then, like, the yellow would come out, and we'd try to set them up on the backstretch. Rusty would send them to me, just like you do every Friday night. And they were they forgot, like, where the racetrack was. And they're go- I'm just getting frustrated and pissed. Um, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot Friday night. Yeah, you mix that <laughs> with... Uh- I didn't think we were going racing because there was it, it. It rained for oh fuck! 10 I never minutes. even touched on that. It rained so hard on my way to Lee Friday that you literally could not see. Dad was doing 15 miles an hour, and he was one of the brave ones because there was a lot of motherfuckers just stopping. Like, well, you it, it, could not see the guy in front of you. If it was the same tsunami that went through work with been, me at Bitterford, I was in Saco when it hit me. You so. couldn't. You couldn't even see the parking lot from no. the doors. I was like, that's a lot of water fuck, in yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah, so there there was a – and keep in mind, when I was looking at my weather app the whole day, it went from there was about a 50% chance of rain around 1 
to a 15% chance between 1 and 4 to it's a basically just not percent chance of gallons it, at it two. literally <laughs> never even once said that it was going to it like went from it might to it's not going to rain and then I went to the gym and I tried to time my gym break because I'd walk to the gym and I walk back and so by the time I was walking back, it was sprinkling, and you could see that it was about to absolutely fucking down. Run, 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 run. So yeah, I literally looked out the window one time at the gym, and I just left early. Like usually, I have to leave ten minutes before I have to get back to work, and I was like, all right, twenty minutes. I don't even care. I get me inside. I'm not getting fucking soaked, and then sitting in an office chair for the next two hours. So basically, it started raining and raining and raining, and it downpoured so fucking much that I was pretty certain that we weren't going go karting at all. And we get to the racetrack, and they had done a lot to the racetrack just to try to be able to make it raceable and i think that um unfortunately just the conditions kind of played into the problem with with it is there's no true natural clay you need clay to race on and so they haul it in and it's just top scraped so you've got probably maybe i'm being generous four to five inches of clay maybe i'm wrong but it doesn't seem like there's that much and that's it The, the rain soaks into that and stops and runs most of it runs at the infield so now you're you're Basically, your apron in the corners is now mud, and it just it's the same thing the last race we were at a month ago. It just makes for a terrible race, and it's no one's fault, but we live in... This is asphalt racing world up here, so nobody, including myself, even really knows what truly dirt racing is all about, never mind go-kart parents. Like, it's not their fault. They, they Probably every go-kart parent either has no experience in racing at all, has a little bit on asphalt, or they raced with their go-karts on asphalt with their kids, so it's it's a completely untapped world for you know the racetrack to try to deal with this shit yeah and so it it rained so much and they got the racetrack just i mean raceable and there was you know those tons of bumps going through the corners and stuff like that and you could just tell like throughout practice and you know early on through heat races you're like this is going to be a clusterfuck um kind of everyone was on the the exact same page uh, as that or with that i guess whatever and uh i was just thankful that brandon because Brandon Lazat uh, was the one that I think Charlie and, and you, Bobby, recommended that I go, you know, ask if he wants to do it because he did it with Jeremy last year. He announced with him um, one week where Jeremy or where Charlie was flagging, and uh, so I asked him. But when I asked him, I was like twelve sheets to the wind. So I messaged him on Facebook and I'm like, "Hey, man, like, you want to announce on Friday?" And this is like a week beforehand, and he's like, "At like Bartlett," and I was like, "Oh my god, we never even talked," and I just assumed that we did. And so I'm like, fuck, if he says no, like, I'm screwed. Like, I have no idea who I'm announcing with. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, Bartlett. And he's like, yeah, I could probably do that. I'm like, all right, cool. And he, so he then, lives right down the road, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Something like, and so I, but I never talked, I didn't talk to him up until like a week, like so the Monday like, of. It was like when Charlie and I had our idea to have you announce, we had decided <laughs> that it was a thing. We just never told you. Yes. You had decided that Brandon was going to announce. You just never told him. <laughs> exactly. That's, exactly. That's, so, you know, I, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. That's, I learned, that's the move. I learned from the best. So then Friday comes along and I still haven't we haven't really talked like usually the problem with like every single person I know for the most part, it's like, Hey, we're doing this Friday. Right. And then we saw like solidify the plans. And then in my mind from Monday through Friday, okay, Friday, we're doing this And almost every single person that I know and living with Charlie, it helps a lot. Uh, like you have to Monday, Wednesday, through Thursday, it's not even on the radar. Yeah. You have to Wednesday be like, Hey man, Friday is so good. What's what's going on Friday? Uh, thursday you're like <laughs> so we're good right what is it again uh we're we're announced we're doing announcing things friday yeah right yeah yeah i can do that for sure and Maybe. then friday it's just like oh, i'm probably gonna be like a little late i'm like fuck me like, uh so friday i wake up and i'm like 
texting like i messaged brandon i'm like yeah fucking whatever and so he shows up like before i even got there and uh you know he he was way more in tune than i thought he was going to so it was perfect and you know racing starts and uh the timing and scoring was all fucked up and obviously it's a new system for us so like we were announcing basically timing and scoring was giving us like the the box stock division or like it was giving us the division ahead of the division that was on the racetrack so we were calling it like these kids were like like by name like this car is this car or this guy and it was just completely fucked up um and so throughout the night it it basically just um i knew that it was going to get off the rails when we had like 48 red flags uh, I think I said it over like the loudspeaker. Charlie threw the flags actually at one point. Brandon Come caught on. that. That was good. I paid a um, lot of money for those four <laughs> years ago. It was more of a toss. It was a. T- it was a. T- it was just a what the fuck and just <laughs> let go of it. I appreciate it. that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, but there was just so much downtime, and just Brandon and I are just sitting there. And we're just like getting antsy, like what the fuck. So then it, we're like on the last race of the night, and the wing carts just piled them up going into one. And there's like and, forty of those things. Yeah, which is awesome to see. Yes, they are uh, an not absolute, awesome on a. 18th of a mile racetrack. <laughs> he's, he's leaving out before the wing champs could even come out. I think it was the the junior sportsman, one of the fucking junior sportsmen, or one. Of, you have junior sportsman, sportsman A and B, and senior sportsman. It, it was one of. I think it was the junior sportsman. They come out. They it took them 20 minutes to go six laps. That's tough. So That's why we implemented that 20 minute rule? So I parked them <laughs> and said, "You're gonna get to finish this at the end of the night." Yeah. Uh. So uh, they all fucking bail off into the pits. They're all confused and. I guess Eddie goes back there. He's like, do you, you guys understand why you're, you've been parked? They're like, yeah, because we're driving like idiots. And then they came back out and inevitably wrecked on the first <laughs> start of the race again. And then awesome. they went clean the rest of the race. So. That actually happened to that class, I think, last year. Maybe it was regular sportsman, but I did the same thing. Yeah. And they I, came was out. So yeah. <laughs> I was so done. I was so done. So usually at the end of the night, too, like we all kind of hang out. Like right. I, maybe give, have, I give like a 20 to 30 minute like grace window to just sit on the flag stand and normally get one or two people that come over and have problems so how'd, how'd that go uh well it, like you said you usually hang out for a little bit after the races i was so ready i just wrapped up the flags saw saw eddie for a second and i just left i was i was just yeah. done yeah. i was so fed up and just frustrated and then it is what it is you know, you're gonna have good nights and bad nights and all sorts of things so, so james was, james caps sorry brad didn't mean to cut you off but james caps his son races in the little kid class he races super modifieds with me and he was like so their class was fine, but said everything else was pretty much what you said. And, and I think what's happened is you're at like this perfect threshold of too many go-karts, right. but you can't turn guys away. Like you send a little buddy in junior sportsman doesn't qualify two or three times. They're not coming back. And it's just racing today. Nowadays, nobody has this problem. So it's, it's a real struggle to find a balance of what works, but also retaining you have customers. Basically these yep. aren't, you know, to, to bill and to Eddie, you, you know, to Eddie, the racers to bill who owns the joint, they're customers. So it's, it's very tough on us to decide what to do here. There is no right or wrong answer at this point, unfortunately, I feel. Uh, but like you said, it's a good problem to have, uh, you know, make car counts high again, and uh, the carts are a wild for sure at Bartlett. Um, yeah, so the, they they just kept wrecking everything so early on in the night that I looked at Brandon at one point, and I was at, basically over the loudspeaker to everyone. I was like, w- at some point tonight, we're probably going to end up getting into Marco impressions. Um, and I just want everyone to know that when we go completely off the rails, it's because that basically like I, I didn't ex- word it like this, but it was basically just like, we've kind of seen enough. Um, and it is basically, <laughs> it basically got to that point. It turns, and so it turns into a stand up routine. What, what the it legitimately what I like tell it, it was <laughs> yeah. the, the, uh, the last, so usually the last race of the night is this, the winged champ cards. So they come out onto the racetrack and, 
after they standing got, on pole. It was essentially like that. <laughs> Minus but, the voice. Crack. So then, so then they go into turn one, lap one, destroy half the field. It's taking a while to get back going. And I looked at Brandon, and, and Connor McDougal was racing a cart. We had seen him earlier in the pit area. And but the problem is he's like, oh yeah, the fourteen cart. I can help there. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. Never saw the fourteen cart. I knew he wasn't racing one of the winged ones. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, did you see Connor McDougal today? He he came. The New Hampshire Invader came and invaded Maine, and, and he didn't even show up. Like he, he didn't even show up on the racetrack or whatever like that. And Brandon's just like, well, I, no, I actually don't remember seeing him. That's weird. He must not have made it out. And all of a sudden you see him coming like walking along the fence and like waving so he's he just walks right into the booth like he owns the place awesome <laughs> he's fucking standing behind us as a bunch of downtime and i'm like the new hampshire invaders invaded the fucking you know the, the booth or he whatever didn't say fuck i didn't say, say fuck please it, but for the love of god i'm like yeah so that's what marco used to call him and i was like i just remembered that immediately and i'm like let's go and i'm like connor mcdougall and so he takes the mic goes down like the scoring like timing and scoring thing like puts in a couple marco impressions does the travis Benjamin and uh, so when they go back green like at this point uh, Lindsay had texted Brandon and said if Brad doesn't stop like I'm gonna kill him or something like that shows me it and I'm like oh my god she's gonna kill me (laughs) essentially that's what it was because when someone says don't do that I'm way more I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it so (laughs) they they fire it off like they go back green eventually whatever Connor's still chilling in the booth but Brandon and I are just you know kind of feeding off what he's what he just put down on the mic and uh, they go into turn three and our pal Jeff Fortier get goes <laughs> gets sideways. And I felt so proud of myself because I was like, Jeff Fortier sideways in turn three. And I don't mean sideways. I mean on his side. Because he fucking goes in there just... A little Tommy tip over. Hits, yeah, like he bumps into someone flat, like falls on his side. And at this point, I look back at Connor and he just goes, he's got it. I'm done. I'm done. And just fucking walked out. And I was like, oh, I made Connor walk off the set. I felt so good about it. Uh, but that was the one one line, the, literally the only thing I have in my notes other than a bunch of friends that... Uh, well, actually, no, I, I did have that we, we referenced Planet Fitness because uh, Charlie at one point was moving carts around and uh pick things up and put them down charlie like (laughs) moved a cart and and brandon was talking about how like charlie worked out and i was like oh yeah fucking charlie frequent at planet fitness and all of a sudden like 10 seconds later he goes over and like grabs another cart and like drags the kid like by the back wheels and i'm like oh lunk alarms going off over there Uh, we were just having way too much fun in the booth, just being complete dipshits. I think, I think it was, I could be wrong. It was either Anna Rumry or Aaliyah Curtis absolutely biffed it into the front stretch wall there. And it was just could not have been more head on, but it was like a, it was kind of a light deal and they're just sitting there like, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. <laughs> so I had to stack. like, I had to like move it, but it was like it, at that point they're going downhill, which means that they now have to go uphill and it was completely, it was just a whole fuck show. So. And the little kids lean their foot on the gas pedal. Oh, so yeah. they're trying to drive away from you and they're like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, I almost got hit a couple times. That's it, natural. Yeah. That, yeah. I it almost was, got absolutely smoked one time. It was an, it was such an eventful Friday. Um, that yeah, and that was, was just Friday. Yeah. That and, was only Friday. And I, I so I, I know Charlie, you did race car things. I, I ended up working because I, I said it on last week's show. I, I signed up for a shift specifically so I wouldn't go to Monadnock because I was going to go to Spud. Well, Friday night or Friday afternoon, Spud rains out. And I'm like, fuck, like, what am I going to do with my dad? Like, 
no idea what the fuck I'm going to do. So Saturday I'm at work. I'm like looking up. I'm like, oh, Red Sox play at one, but that's one. So then I got to get up at fucking eight and we got to get a train ticket or I got to drive and like fucking Boston. I wondered what you were scheming when you asked me about the train deal. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking about that and, and as well as Machine Gun Kelly this coming weekend, but I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know what, I don't know what I want to do. And so basically I was working all day. I worked, uh, 7:30 to four, told them I had to leave at four. Cause I, I had a family reunion. Um, my family reunion was going to work the bar at Oxford. So uh nice 14 hour <laughs> day put in, had an I'm absolute telling. blast. <laughs> Cav actually is not my boss when I work weekends. So yeah, uh, that's he's good. fucking halfway across country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, yeah, basically I worked all day, went up to the bar at Oxford, uh, ended up, you know, slinging some beers with Meg Cookson and, uh, halfway through the night, I uh, see a Facebook or a Snapchat notification, actually, from our uh, our other group, not the gaggle, that uh, my dad not had rained out to the next day. So I called my dad immediately. I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, what are you doing tomorrow morning? He's like, nothing. I'm like, all right. Well, I had told him meet at my house at 1, and we are going to go to Hudson. Because when I brought up the fact, I was like, oh, there's a couple of New Hampshire racetracks that race on Sunday or whatever. Uh, I was really Hudson was the only one that I I could think of, but I was my dad wanted to go to New Hampshire because my dad like for whatever reason really wanted to go to a Golden Corral. He was like, "Is there any Golden Corrals around here?" And I'm like, "Fucking no." Um, and the only one is in Manchester, which is just close enough to the you know to Hudson, I guess if you you make it. But um, so I'm like, "All right, yeah, like let's go to Hudson." Well, my plan all along was always to go to Monadnock until Spud was a thing. So then Spud rained out. Monadnock gets back on the schedule. And I'm like, all right, like, Dad, we're making a whole trip out of this. We're getting breakfast. We're going to fucking Monadnock. Right? We'll stop going to Corral for dinner. And we'll just, you know, because my dad and I don't get, we don't hang out like almost ever because we have literally nothing in common. Um, if you if anyone clicked on his profile when I posted the picture of him, I think that he has like a Joe Biden inspirational quote as his profile picture, which is why I never post anything with him because we don't fucking see eye to eye on that. Um, so so uh, uh, but no, so like I kind of I was actually looking forward to the four and a half hour drive to Spud, um, and it just so happens that the three hour drive to Monadnock actually turned out to be uh, quite nice. Um, the way home, I was more like I was, I don't know that I've ever been so close to falling asleep, but, um, yeah, my Saturday was just filled with, uh, filled with work that ended up turning into, uh, a Sunday that was filled with Monadnock. But, uh, uh, Charlie, you did race car things and I haven't heard anything. And I always assume, uh, no news is, is bad news. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard, <laughs> gee, thank How did you hear? Um, I sold some metal to a car that got wrecked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did see a lot of... He yeah. wasn't mad at you, though. Oh, he should be, for sure. Wait, what'd you... Steve. Steve, yeah. Uh, no, he should he be nothing ill will. He actually was more ill-willed to the Arca dude who pounded <laughs> into her like 12 minutes after the fact. Well, so Saturday happened. I, I was casseted, and uh, it was just going to be a, another typical Saturday night. It was casseted Speedway. Uh, we showed up. Uh, it's, all these guys at this point... Was cast at Speedway for some godforsaken reason. Thinks it's a good idea to let people run juice, uh, for what, lack of a better term. It's it's tire softener. Um, you can run it. There's a durometer rule. Some people play the game. Others don't. I choose not to. Uh, if I'm going to beat you, I'd like to beat you heads up. Um, and we show up. We're still pretty quick every week. Uh, we're knocking on the door of top five speed. We're anywhere between like sixth to seventh quick usually. Uh, which isn't bad for 20-some-odd cars that are pretty close. Um, we went out in the heat, and uh, f- uh, <laughs> I fucked up. I, I straight up, I fucked up. Um, Brad, how's it how's it feel knowing you're not the uh, you're the only one on the show that didn't step on their wiener this weekend? 
Well, it probably has something to do with the length. So, um, well, that's not the issue. That's for sure. Okay, I uh, guess I pinched mine between my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mine basically went out my butt. But uh, it's not that long. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I started six in the first heat. Uh, still in the squirrel heat because we keep breaking and doing shit. Uh, car at this point is uh, the best it's ever handled since I've been to going going to his cast it in the handful of times we went before that. So I'm really happy with the the balance of it. Just raw speeds, not there. You know, at the end of the day, it's still a little baby crate motor with 513 gears, and we're not playing the juice game. So, realistically, we had a pretty decent little race car. Started sixth in the the heat, and um, Nicole Benacosta is the 41 car. Um, that 41 car used to have a 07 on it. For those that don't know, I used to pit or uh, actually work on my car in a different garage where that car was right next to mine. Uh, I have a lot of time invested in that car. I have a lot of money invested in that car. I've actually raced that car myself a handful of times. Um, in addition to that, Steve Benacosta and my father were very good friends. Um, I, I highly respect Steve. I think Nicole also is a good little race car driver. She's done really good things in go-kart. She's done really good things in the Allison Legacy deals. Uh, she moved up to the Super Street division and she's been crushing it honestly uh i started sixth we take the green i got to the bottom as quick as i could uh there hasn't really been an outside groove uh at west cassidy unless you're one of like two people and um i was right behind nicole we went into one and two one the first lap and she hit the curb pretty hard uh washed up a little bit and i was like oh god please just don't do that just please don't do that because if there's one car in the field that i just don't want to wreck it's it's that one uh for a, a myriad of reasons like i just said so we go down through three and four and i'm right on her right on her tail there and we go back into one and two again and she she hits the curb really really hard and the super streets are or used to be sport series cars it's a very very aggressive division you have to Try and capitalize on any opportunity that you have because if you don't, then you're either going to get past yourself or you're not going to get that opportunity again. Uh, everybody's very close and the cars are very high quality and you, you got a lot of good stuff going on there. So the hole opened up there. Uh, I had to try and take it. Uh, going down the back stretch there, I, I thought that I had had the position. My right front was to what I thought was her door. Uh, we went down into three and four and I saw her coming back down the racetrack and I was like, oh fuck. And I, I could have backed out. I probably should have backed out obviously in, in retrospect there, uh, got into her left rear quarter and, uh, she went around and I was like, fuck that, that, that's obviously not what I wanted to do. Um, could I have backed out? Yes. Could she have stayed up a little bit? Also? Yes. Um, I'll take the credit for it. I should have been probably a little bit less aggressive and more aware of the situation, uh, in terms of experience and all that stuff. So, um, I just went a little too hard, a little too early in the race, got her turned around, but I was like, okay, well, fuck. I, I knew where we were on the racetrack and I thought that it was going to be, uh, just a clean turn and spin or whatever. And she'd tag back onto the tail end and I'd go over there with my tail between my legs afterwards. Well, I come up off a of four after that happens and Matt's like red, 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 red. I was like, what do you mean fucking red? What, what did she flip? And I go down into one and two. And I guess what happened was after... I got in her turned around. She was sitting the wrong way on the racetrack and every single car on the racetrack got around her. And then about five to seven business days later, another car just absolutely fucking crushed her, um, hit the left front tire so hard. It obviously mushroomed the wheel. Uh, the steering box was damn near touching the header. Uh, it needs a clip long story short. 
Um, so on behalf of myself, I uh, would like to tell the masses here, I fucked up. That's on me. Uh, anybody looking to sponsor a nice up-and-coming race car driver with uh, some, some promising talent, with a dad who works his ass off in a really high-quality race car, send your money over to Nicole and Steve Benacasa. Uh, it would mean a lot to a lot of people if we got that 41 car back on the racetrack. If I could pay for it myself, I would. If I had the ability and was clever enough to fix it myself, I would. I don't have or do either of those things. So um, as much as I'd love your sponsorship money myself, direct that over to the 41 car. Uh, moving forward, though, uh, I got sent to the tail in the heat race, uh, started, restarted, whatever it would have been, fifth or sixth. Um, and within a lap, I got to second, got around Michael Harrison, a couple other people, uh, finished the heat race second, uh, behind Dom Curit. He had a fast, fast race car. So that put us on the outside pole for the feature event. Uh, another good little field we had there. Uh, I think 17, 18 cars showed up. So. Uh, starting on the outside pole, Wiscasset has some weird restart rules. I've touched on that before. Um, I nailed it the first time, got around Dom Carrot going into one, cleared him from the outside. So we were leading the race. And very conveniently, um, after multiple races had already run and they had led us onto the racetrack, got our formation going and through the green, mysteriously there was water on the front stretch that I guess even the announcers said was evaporating as they speak. There was not a restart violation. There was not a start of the race violation. I did do nothing wrong. Dominic did nothing wrong. They are just, just a phantom yellow to re-rack the field in which made me not the leader again, which was very convenient. Uh, we restart again on the outside. I didn't get quite the jump that I did before. Tried to get around Dom. I tried to squeeze him down. He wouldn't let me. I washed up a little bit, filed back into second. Ran around in second for quite a bit. Got absolutely punted out of the way yet again by whatever. doesn't matter. Um, shuffled up the racetrack, and then about halfway through the race, we lost brakes for the fifth out of fifth time this year. So uh, floundered our way back to 12th or something like that, and... Uh, Carried on throughout our Saturday night where I just came home and pouted. Yep. So like you had a reason to pout. Yeah. You need brakes. Brakes are essential. Yeah. it's It sucks going to the racetrack with your best handling car that you've had in a, quite a long time. You've got good speed and, you know, you're in the contention for a top three and then all of a sudden you can't stop the race car. So it's uh it's getting frustrating. We've done everything that we can think to do. Uh, like I said, we've raced five times this year. We've had five brake failures. Um there's no fluid anywhere uh, underneath the car. There's no fluid on the car. There's no visible way that air could be getting into the system. Pads and rotors all look fine. It's not boiling over. Um, we bled the shit out of them the hundred times. And this time, for some reason, I pulled in. I told them I had no brakes for the fifth time again and popped the cover off the firewall and the top of the caps of the uh, reservoirs. reservoirs. Thank you. Uh, we're soaked. Um, so somehow that fluid is expanding and popping the cap off a little bit to the point where it's getting everything soaked, which I assume is when air is getting into the system. What is causing that? I don't know. It's the third set of master cylinders that's been on it. It's the third set of reservoirs that's been on it. It's the third set of brand new caps that's been on it. Do you run the high temperature brake fluid? Yep. Maybe build like a shield, a heat shield or something. Yeah. It sounds like it's boiling the brakes. But I, I don't know where it right. is, though. Right. Um, so it's a very recent development for us uh in terms of that being a consistent issue but 
Um, if we can get the car to stop in the uh, the corner so I can try and make the corner, we'd have some good runs coming. But Put a wing on it. It might. I might at this point. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> use, I don't use the brakes at Wiscasset. It sucks when you've run. Uh, you look at the points. You've run four races, and there's two people that have only run three that are ahead of you in points. So that's tough. <laughs> uh, but no, we'll uh, we'll fight back. We'll we'll bring it back next or not this week coming up, but the week afterwards, and see what we got again. I mean, like I said, we've got we've got something figured out in terms of handling. It's just a matter of keeping it together and trying to put the whole program together. So uh, again, though, I fucked up. Send Nicole and Steve your money. Yeah, I I think I was the only one that did race car things on Sunday. Am I correct in saying that? I watched it on Flow. Yeah, I, I heard the, about it. Watched <laughs> the Granite State race on I think Racing that, America. That so, was a solid like eleven minute show. So JDV Productions. Okay, I have yet to hear a bad thing about anything that they do. Now, when it came to that modified race and everything that went on at Manadnock, that trophy was one <laughs> of the coolest <laughs> things I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah, that's a dog. And uh, apparently, Manadnock is it their the mascot, I guess you'd mad, say. Mad dog. Yeah. Mad dog, whatever. Get it, because okay. Manad not kind of sounds like mad dog. Oh, well, that makes sense now. So anyway, the, the mascot or whatever is a, a dog, and the trophies were little bulldogs, which I thought was fucking sick. Yeah. They yeah. were rugged little they bulldogs. They were really sick. <laughs> they would have been dogs so sick. Dogs eating a lot of protein. They would have been so sick in Matt Hirschman's house. Um, so <laughs> Why, what, what, I, what uh, happened? Well, we'll get into it. Uh, so I... Yeah, loaded up the car pretty early on Sunday morning and uh, made the trek over to Monadnock, like I said, with my dad. Uh, my dad never, my dad has been to Lee, Oxford, and Beechridge. It was the only three tracks he's ever been to in his life. Uh, Oxford and Beechridge, I don't know that he'd been to Beechridge since I raced, which was over five years ago. Um, he went to the Oxford 250 about three years ago. It was probably his last time there, and he went to Lee in 2008. So uh, Monadnock um, was definitely a place he'd never been before i've only been there uh twice and um so yeah i was pretty excited because uh the first time i went to Manadnock, place was an absolute dump and uh second time i went i was like holy fuck i don't think i've ever been here before do they have um, cell phone service now i mean i had cell phone service but a lot of people were complaining about that so yeah, that's a, that's an improvement um i've never the you, only you've, time you've been Adnock, i but? went once and i was in high school it was just like a similar deal it rained out on a saturday night I'd never even really heard of the place. I knew it was in New Hampshire. I'm like, oh, that's close. It's probably an hour away. So I texted my cousin Kev at the time. I mean, he's still my cousin, but I texted him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, you want to go to this place called Monadnock? He's like, right. So two stupid 16-year-old kids jump in a Ford Ranger um, three hours later, and the GPS shit out because there was no service. Luckily, the last leg of the drive is just a straight shot. I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make it here. And you know, this, yep. this was the era of where we're like, we had phones, but they weren't great. Yeah, um, I was gonna say sixteen so, was right about the time I think I had a slide phone. Yeah, so I think that was two thousand and ten, maybe it was nine. Nice LG know. Xenon or something. It was a no. So that the cool kids had a uh, what was it a a razor, right? I had a yeah. katana. Mm. You had a sword, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, no, I haven't been there since. I'm actually gonna probably go there in August to race with Smack Tour. So looks like it's a lot nicer. Oh my god! Looks like a real racy joint, as Sean Foster would say. I'm gonna have a hard yeah. time keeping myself out of the infield. I I can already see that. This looks like this grip down there, and my theory is if it's paved, it's for me. So <laughs> if you see me down in the infield, down the straightaway is my drone fucking business. <laughs> well, bottom feeding son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> well, I'm excited to watch that one uh, on uh, Racing America or Flow, whichever one has that. Probably Racing America. Um, but so yeah, we ended up uh, getting there. But I actually. When I looked up how far Monadnock was away, it was a little over three hours, and I looked it up at Oxford. So I told my dad a time, um, completely forgot that I was uh, 45 minutes from home, so he got to my house pretty early. We got to the racetrack pretty early. My dad doesn't drink. I um, also Do. don't really... What? 
I said you do. I also don't really partake, and I, I dabble in the alcohol from time to time. So uh, I had uh, I woke up. It was obviously Father's Day. Went to the gas station, got him some scratch tickets because he fucking loves those for some reason. Uh, got Dunkin' Donuts and everything. Got ice and a twelve pack of Bushlight Apple, and he just had like a scratch ticket guy. He's a he's a big scratch scratcher guy. Um, and so thrill of victory. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he turned my twenty five dollars into uh, ten dollars, which was fine. Wow. Um, but follow him for more financial. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or just tra- or just tail any of my sports bets. So I had a couple Fade ice cold Brad Square <laughs> ice cold uh, Bushlight apples that were sitting in the cooler. Uh, grabbed a couple of bottles of water in case he got too uh, you know too drunk off of his one. So he said he wanted to try one. Um, we basically tailgated like I usually do at the racetrack. The, the difference was I had two or three uh, Bushlight apples and he had you know three quarters of one. Um, but he was thrilled. He thought it was as good as we all do. So, um, that's cool. And we went to the, uh, went to the racetrack, went into, uh, the bar seating area. Um, we were kind of just sitting in the grandstands for quite a while. Cause I didn't see anyone that I knew. Uh, Madadnock's one of those weird places where like, um, I mean, every racetrack has their crowd, right? And Madadnock's one of those places where I don't think that I know many people, um, that and probably Claremont. I don't know a whole ton of people over in that those uh, Western New Hampshire racetracks. So um, didn't see a ton of familiar faces. So my dad and I were kind of just chilling, ha- having a good time. But uh, I knew Daniel Eugene, Eugene was there, so I was like, "Hey, you know, when when you coming over uh, or whatever?" I was like, "Hey, we're sitting over here." He's like, "I'll be over there soon." I'm like, sweet. So uh, Manadnock's bar area is phenomenal. First off, they have you know you walk in like sliding glass doors. They have a bar out back, and um, when you walk out the sliding glass doors towards the racetrack you're sitting right at the top of turn one uh pit road exit and then they have like a whole bunch of uh, picnic tables like they have two basically rows of picnic tables with a catch fence and you can see the whole racetrack phenomenally um and then you can go down the hill a little bit and then they have the whole section of grandstands that i was sitting in um, which is reserved for people that are doing uh booze bag things so eventually i see you know brian crowley um and daniel eugene up on like by the bar i'm like all right well uh, I'm going to go over there like like dad I'm going to go grab a beer I'll, I'll be right back so I went over there and uh, right after I got over there I, I realized that Manadnock also has like if, if you go in the bar there's a set of stairs that goes up to the top like which is just an overhang and they have a whole bunch more um, tables like picnic picnic style tables that are just like sitting up significantly higher than anything else that overlooks the whole racetrack and so when I went over to talk to Crowley and, and Dan um Crowley was like, oh, I'm going to see if we can't go up there. So he basically just went up there and found out that there was no one else up there um, other than the TV crew for Flow. And so it was now Brian, myself, Dan, a couple other people, whatever. And uh, so someone made a call, said that the person said that we weren't allowed up there. So I was like, all right. So I went back, sat down with my dad. Then um, I went back over to the bar where Dan had met up with Amanda Fuller and a couple other people from Stafford, which was cool see some familiar faces. And, uh, Brian goes, yeah, yeah, uh, you can, we can all go up there for sure. Yeah, they, they said it's, they said it's fine. I'm like, all right, sweet. So I go grab my dad, bring him up to the top, uh, went and got him a burger or whatever, introduced him to all the friends from Stafford. And um, then I was like, hey, like we're probably – like they all had a picnic table over at the very end. While my dad was sitting at one end, they were all at the other. I'm like, hey, like uh, like everyone's going to be over here. Like you, you're more than welcome to come sit with us or you know stand up and watch. And so my dad came over for like 10 seconds and went back and just sat by himself. And I was like, okay, well, I mean I tried. 
And so for the rest of the day, I just spent the whole day, you know, boozing with uh, all the Stafford folks. Like, you know, just, just like it was a normal Friday night. You know, Amanda West was there. Brian Arducci was there because Junior was racing. And uh, I guess Marcus got conned into helping a, a race car out. <laughs> so uh, he was a little bummed out that uh, I'm, su- I'm sure he was bummed out that he wasn't able to just uh, chill on that overhang with all of us. But it was uh, it was a great day. Uh, it ended up being a really nice day other than the fact that it was cold as fuck. And the, uh, the races were pretty phenomenal. Uh, DJ Shaw went out there and won the Granite State race after uh, you know Dylan Estrella led a handful of laps early. They I believe they went green to checkered. Yeah, not a single yellow. Yeah, so Which they, I still I thought it was an entertaining. Yeah, race. it was. Yeah, um, it was fucking boring. I don't know. There was twelve cars. There was always racing going on. and It was over quickly. What do yeah, you know, what more do you want? There was a lot of beating and banging. It's just that everyone hung on to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, DJ Shaw kind of he did end, did end up driving away at the end there. Joey Dwyer finished second, and uh, Nick Cusack finished third. What Nick a Cusack power move on the outside to take third late. Yeah, Nick Cusack was fucking on rails. I would like to see another restart with him running the third spot, but. Um, yeah, he was all pumped. He was he was a little bummed out in the bar though that uh, he didn't have anything to show for finishing third. They didn't give out like a trophy or like a medal or fucking a plaque or something. Like he uh, he was just like, oh man, like this place is cool. He's like, I've never even, never been here before, and uh, he's like, unfortunately, there's not I have nothing to show for it. And I was just <laughs> like, oh yeah, like that sucks. Um, so but he uh, no, obviously had a good run. He's had some pretty strong, some pretty solid runs together. Him and Dylan Estrella both. So that's cool to see some new faces on that tour, but. Um, then yeah, obviously the, the big race of the day was the NASCAR wheel and modified tour where, uh, that was a fuck of a race. Um, if I, I, I would have paid more attention. I want to go back and, and rewatch it. But, um, if I hadn't deleted about 12 Michelob ultras during the course of that race, um, probably would have, uh, known much better what, uh, what happened, what all happened there. But, um, I'd for sure know what happened at the end, but, uh, you catch that on the, the flow streaming service, Bob? I did. Um, kind of half-assed watching it. Didn't have the sound on. We had a big cookout for Father's Day at, at my mom's house. So naturally, my grand, my sister, my dad, and I were the only four nerds sitting in the corner watching racing. You know, there's people there that, like, I love every everybody that came over and spent the day with us, but these people don't even know what, some of these people don't even know what direction the race cars go around the track. <laughs> so it's it's always tough to, you know, you don't want to be rude, but at the same time, I'm not going to exhaust my knowledge on someone that's just asking for small talk. They're not, they don't really care. Right. Um, so it was, I watched most of it. Um, got pretty fired up at the end. Um, as did I assume everybody other than Justin Bonsignor. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a dick move. I don't care, uh, what JB4 uses for an excuse. I mean, you could just visibly see, as soon as Matt got there, he was like, I'm going to dig and get four more tents here. It's like, buddy, you're getting labs. Like, just get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And race the shit out of Matt basically long enough to fuck him up. You know, oh, Matt hit my right front. Yeah, hit your right front getting into three and you missed turn four. Like, <laughs> did you just let go of the wheel the whole time? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, like he was I know you still... spotted for him, Charlie, and I know he's a friend of the program, but that was just some, that was just asinine. I like, honestly, I, I haven't really even seen You're that. You're racing the big leagues, and that's some fucking Bush League shit. I mean, you just... You know, Jonathan McKennedy had the worst race car I've ever seen ever. Plowing tight, in the way, couldn't even hold the bottom. He got out of the way every time. Yeah, he didn't fuck anybody up. You know, it, just, there was it just it was just baffling. Like I said to me, you could see like he was like, "Oh, time to dig and get four tenths here." It's like, dude, you're getting lapped for a reason, and there was like two to go. Yeah, get the fuck out the, of the way. The, the Jonathan McKennedy, he his it was. 
visibly fucked up. Like, I thought that there was numerous times that he was just going to pull off the racetrack because he would be coming out of two and his tires were still pointed like he All was... All the left. Yeah, like he, like he was going towards the infield. I'm like, what in the fuck is that? So I thought he was going to pull off numerous times. Obviously, I uh, didn't end up doing that. I didn't know... I didn't even really read what, what JB had to say. Um, said but that, the, He said that Matt hit his right front, which ripped the wheel out of his hand. But like I said, Matt did... They made contact getting into three, but that's after they raced a lap side by side. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, and so obviously he washes fucking Matt Hirschman to the moon coming out of four, and that allows Justin Bonsier to get by, and then he continues to race him um, through down the front stretch and through one and two, and uh, by then there was nothing that, you know, Matt Hirschman could do. The, the My... I became a Matt Hirschman fan listening to his interview because for ever and always, it's always seemed like Matt Hirschman was just, like, kind of a robot. Um didn't really show much personality, but his interview after the race was fucking electric. And uh, unfortunately, it, it seems like Flo missed it, but uh, we did get to see it in, uh, in our group chats. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear it. Um, I read some of it, but I didn't, like I said, or like you said, Flo cut it off. And then I was like, all right, I'm over this race. Like, I shouldn't be this wound up over a race that literally doesn't matter to me. Yeah, so he I just hate stupid shit. He essentially, he essentially goes, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that was about. Like, he's mad at me for something that I did at Lee, but I, I went and went back and watched Lee, and I didn't. The the car behind me is the one that got into him, so I'm not really even sure why he's mad. Uh, I still don't really know. Um, and, and if he's mad at me, it doesn't really make much sense because the guy that just won the race, uh, purposely spun out, which is the one that cost him the race back at Lee. And, uh, he's just like, so now he just let him win the race instead of me. So I love that yeah. amount of shade. He, he essentially, yeah, he essentially said, said something like that. And then, and then added in the fact that, oh, I, I can't, I, I can't remember. He ended it like it was basically just, um, shade yeah. it was just all shade um the the most perfect amount of shade and listening like once the interview was over i was like okay i'm going to get a fucking matt hirschman t-shirt yeah and uh <laughs> so i immediately went over to tony hirsch when they were staying in attack and i was, was shooting the shit with him and i was like you guys got t-shirts he's like i don't know i have to I'll check when they get back i'm like all right so i went over like did some rounds went over and talked to doug and, and junior and uh the tbr guys and then i saw that they were back at the trailer so i went over and asked them and i i was probably too drunk for a conversation with a handful of people that I didn't know, but at least I knew Tony and I was just like, yeah, I've always been partial to the 60, never really liked him or disliked him one way or another. Um, but I was like, Hey, I've always been a fan of yours and just pointed at Tony. He's like, Oh, well, thanks man. And I was just like, yeah, but after that interview, like I'm, I want to, I want a fucking t-shirt because like, dude, this guy, he is in my mind, the most underrated and underappreciated short track driver in the country. Um, I think, and I think there's a large audience that's going to get to see who and what Matt Hirschman is about here in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited about that for uh, more reasons than just uh, him getting uh, his spot in the spotlight. But yeah, so that uh, that all happened. Um, the other than other than the ending, that was uh, it was a pretty entertaining mod race there was a ton of comers and goers and uh wasn't really hold the goers (laughs) nice uh wasn't really you know sealed until jb fortin uh, got in the way so that was uh obviously the what what made the race matt hirschman was going to win the race um i'm sure that when he was standing there doing his second place interview he was looking at those trophies and probably got even more pissed because those were the sickest trophies i've ever seen so um yeah that was uh it was been ad knock on on Sunday, and uh, there's no NASCAR. There was there, there was, was NASCAR trucks, well, trucks, NAS trucks. Yeah. Shout out to Fox Sports for absolutely missing the fact that Jessica Friesen flipped during the trunk race. Yeah, 
Like, and then kept going. How do you have yes. TV cameras everywhere and not get that? Like, what are we doing? I'm so happy Fox is dead for the year. <laughs> yeah, I actually had in my note like so. I've is at least I think it was probably when you had stepped away from the program, um, and even before Charlie and I have always been big Fox stands. We always loved the Fox booth. Um, I had in my notes about three weeks ago that Fox is dead. I love um, the I love the the booth. Yeah. Um, the the rest of it is like. It's like they have a stud quarterback and a couple stud wide receivers, and then they got like a f- offensive line from a high school. Yeah, I, <laughs> am I the only one that misses just the ticker across the top instead of taking up half the that screen was, uh, of the lineup? Times were simpler. I don't, I don't care I don't, for the whole lineup on the hat. I, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't know. I, don't I feel like it. it'd be like it, it's the same exact system. Like if uh, you know you're you're looking to see if your school was closed on a on a winter day, <laughs> you'd want to just fucking have them all lined up right there so you could see it so much easier. Because it's like if I'm if I'm a fucking I don't know Ricky Stenhouse fan, like which I'm not. They don't show all of it. They show like yeah, two like thirds of it. The, so like when you have friends who are running 35th or 30th, you never really know. You're like where is our friends running? Well, like they, they it not rotates in the, in the back, but the top 20 stays up there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you know it's, it doesn't rotate fast enough. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You'll have I'm that being, on the bigger job. Being picky. <laughs> but so the I actually do really like the uh, the booth for the trucks a, a lot. Actually, I think that they're they're phenomenal. Um, the booth for the Cup Series needs to have Jamie McMurray stay in there full time. Um, that would be my only gripe. But um, it's going to be a massive problem now because I am not a hundred percent sure that Clint Boyer will ever be okay again. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Very tough situation. It yeah. doesn't seem to have been his fault, but uh, something no. you still got to live with, I suppose. Yeah, he's uh, is someone that definitely has worn their emotions on their sleeve that the, their entire life. Um, I can't imagine that he's going to be able to get past that. Yeah, uh, so for those that don't know, I guess Clint was driving, I don't know. Don't do meth. Somewhere. Uh, it was on, literally right after the uh, Gateway broadcast. Like the, they went off air, and then he was driving home or wherever. Uh, yeah, he, he was cruising and uh, took, I believe, from what I read, he took an off ramp, and there was somebody uh, apparently very much under the influence of something, uh, just right in the middle of the road. And uh, I know that uh, what it's like to hit a deer. Um, so I can't imagine what it's like to absolutely just crush a human, uh, like that. And I am sure that it, uh, fucks with your head quite a bit. Is she so, okay? Uh, no, she's dead. Yeah. So <laughs> such a dick. the, uh, the police report had something, you know, about her having a crystallized methamphetamine like substance or some like, some wow, shit like that. All, if only we knew what that meant. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So she, don't do meth kids. Um, and, uh, or do it if you want to die. Well, yeah, just, just don't get in. Just don't wreck my car in the process. Yeah, just fuck. I was gonna put a clip on it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least just don't get in front of someone's car that we like. And I'm sure he was uh, driving like a big truck. Yeah, probably. Clint, Clint yeah. doesn't drive a little car. Well, maybe it was a rental car. But. Can you imagine fucking Clint in like a Nissan Versa or something? No. Yeah. No. Um, he brings his kid go kart racing with like a three quarter ton Cummins or so, a Power Stroke. I mean, things like lifted. <laughs> so he must have all Fords. I'm uh, I'm excited for this segment and um. I think that we should just, we're, we definitely need to just not mention names specifically, but what? we should get <laughs> into our weapon of the week. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, got, got a, I came with a plate of them. I already knocked one off the plate. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is so exciting. Uh, I can't even contain my excitement because we um, we're really flirting with our first lawsuit. 
Uh, yeah. Um, really? And, <laughs> really getting close. We're we're flirting with a lawsuit for something that I'm pretty for sure you can't who, sue us for because we did what you asked us to do the not, first four times. It's not about the, the matter of the uh, subject. It's just the subject. Uh, this is a unanimous weapon. But oh, yeah. This, 100%. This guy. Okay. This so, guy is an absolute fucking So let's clown. just. So, so if anyone fo- is following us on, on the face space, which I'm sure that you are, on See, Facebook. You're, you're kind of dumb if you listen to the show but don't like our Facebook page. Yeah, very, very dumb. Even so, more weird if you like it and don't listen. Well, there's some of that, but it, but and and even if you don't like our Facebook page, this post when we deleted it was at fifty three thousand five hundred impressions. We, um, we got like fifty like new followers uh, or subscribers. You, you whatever, could just call because it, of this post. You could call it. I don't know. Free advertisement. Yeah. Virality. Right? So there was there was over the thirty thousand views and over fifty three thousand people that were reached. Right. So it was a video of a uh, Do you girl. One hundred eighty eight shares. I, I did. It was actually more than that. There was a girl that was racing a legend card so down things. in Florida, and, or was it? I don't even know if it was in Florida it or Atlanta like Motor Charlotte, Speedway. Maybe it was, yeah, it was one maybe of those. Georgia. Yeah, it was one I think of it was Atlanta. So they take the green, and this girl just absolutely hangs a left. That so goes full. Like this is the shit you do on iRacing racing when you're boozed up with your buddies. Like, exactly. You qualified seventh. You're not going to win the race. Let's see if we can crash the lo- the front row getting into one. This is like I can't even describe. I don't I don't I race that often, and this is I racing two at. So in our gaggle group chat, someone had sent that video. I clipped it down to just the incident because I didn't need the ten seconds before they go green, um, and just had the girl going flying across the infield and taking out the leaders from like literally twelfth. Um, and there, the excuse was given that, uh, there was no brakes, which is very tires are squealing. A lot of tires (laughs) going before it hits the grass, but but either way, that's, that's, even if that is a valid excuse, it's still stupid. Yeah. What we, uh, I don't know what your thought process was going straight into the entire field as they go out of turn two, um, and why that was even thought of as a good idea. But, um, so we post the video, right? And we just post that clip. I tagged it when you get dumped out of the lead in iRacing and you maintain composure until the <laughs> ensuing restart, which could not have been more exactly what I have done literally a million times. So the girl comments, hey, this is my in-car. I would like all... Right, because we didn't credit it because we didn't know whose it was. Yes, I, and I posted on the video. I said, video credit someone else. This is in our video, whatever it was sent to us. So the girl comments and says, uh, this is my in-car. Like I would like all... I would like all uh, credit to go to um, Drive for Diabetes Awareness, and you know, and Good I. Good job I, making everybody aware. And I ran out of and I ran out of brakes. I didn't have any brakes, so like you guys can say whatever you want. Have a good day. So we will. it was it was legitimately three minutes after she commented that that I changed the caption and said, "Video credit, Drive for Diabetes Awareness." So. That was three minutes where we didn't, where where we may have fucked up. Now we're giving them credit, right? Well, so that's what they asked. The father then messages us, and almost immediately, this is like probably twenty minutes later, goes, uh, "Thank you for credit, f- thank you for credit for our video, but you did not tag it properly. Please tag so others can learn about diabetes and click on oh, our good, page." That's good because I had like no it. idea what that was. Yeah, no, people I was go, actually wondering. People do go to the Black Flag podcast, learn about diabetes. Thank. I give um, myself it on a regular basis, you fucking clowns. Th- thank you. 
insert name of the guy here, Driver Diabetes Awareness 5013C since 2014. Okay, we if, don't need your fucking tax information, if, dude. If you would like to add a donation to the no. video for our charity, we would love it. Thank you. And then gave us his number. Call me. Okay, cool, man. Thanks for the number. Call not, right we're not going to call you. Call me right now. We're not going to call you. 188 <laughs> Bob, shares the, is amazing. Phone number? <laughs> is 30 minutes is 30 minutes later the next message. We didn't respond. Then it changes to about uh, 15 hours later. If you row not reply back, oh, I'll be right, forced right, to right. report <laughs> for copyright video. I'd rather you do the right thing and help us share diabetes awareness with proper sharing and tagging. Thank you. They want to mind mind you, it had almost 200 shares with 50,000 impressions with their actual thing on the credit. Mind you that after very, very soon after the first message we then tagged the page correctly because I didn't know that they had a fucking page. I didn't know that she was just out there wrecking legend cars every fucking weekend and they were just promoting the shit out of diabetes. That's actually a smart move. Really. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it make, your shit, make your shit go viral. It's definitely getting fucking... There's at least 50,000 people now who weren't aware of diabetes and now are. It's definitely getting the word you out You know, there. it's been tough since Wilford Brimley died. Nobody really knows what diabetes is. Diabetes. Yeah. It's only you the know. most fucking number one killer of everyone the, everywhere. Is she now the most famous diabetes person in the world since Wilford Brimley Does she passed? even have diabetes herself? I don't uh, think so. Is that confirmed? Does diabetes affect, <laughs> affect your brain? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't you, I stumbled on that <laughs> because I was trying to pull it back in and it fell out. <laughs> Your penis? Uh, it must be. It must too. be a. It must be a Lily Diabetes sponsorship that's coming. She's gonna be racing the Xfinity Series next year. So I can't so, wait. Finally, Jesse Ouija has somebody to do dumb shit with. The next message the is a modern day love story. Good old Ryan Reed. A couple minutes later, and it just says, "Call me," and then the number again. Right. And at this point, we, we now screenshotted all of these messages, <laughs> sent it into our boop, Black Flag boop, Podcast group chat boop, on boop, on boop, Snapchat, <laughs> and. We're like, what the fuck? Like, we're not going to call this guy. Like, is this guy fucking serious? Like, dude, chill out. Like, what are we going to talk about? Are you going to fucking tell us what diabetes is? Because we already know. Of, you boys ever heard of sugar? Yeah. Oh, no, tell us more. So, so then the next day, about 24 hours later, he goes, I'm not sure why you're ignoring me, but now I'll be forced to file copyright violation and theft of our video with no permission. Okay. So I don't know who the fuck set this up on our website, but now every time someone messages us, it says, hi, thanks for contacting us. We've received your message and appreciate you reaching out. I don't know why Perfect. it didn't go through the first fucking 18 times that he sent that, but that then was sent to him. So then I just responded with a thumbs up emoji. So then he goes, I suppose you all think pirating a video is okay. I'm the founder oh and president of God. Drive for Diabetes Awareness 5013C since 2014, and you have violated our rights. Contact me today or I'll be forced to start legal action. I'd really love to chat with you but you're ignoring me about this serious matter time is of the essence thank you we're busy <laughs> he emailed us this almost word for word the same thing but basically like you edited our video and you took away our rights it's like what the fuck are you talking about you are now an oppressed person so i'm literally thing. driving down the highway and this is the first time that we actually responded to him with any sort of words I said, we didn't violate your rights or edit the video. We were sent the video from one of our fans and gave credit once we found out who to give credit to. Glad you have so much free time on your hands to message us 85 times this week. <laughs> the video has been deleted, and we hope Drive for Diabetes Awareness is more successful than your daughter's racing career. Brad Thank you, violence. and happy Father's Day. <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> the, minute I, I, like, the minute that he you, messaged me... You handled me, that perfectly, honestly. The minute he messaged me, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This fucking guy, my dad's like, what? Schlatnick. What? 
And I'm like, this fucking dude just just keeps messaging us about a matter that we already fucking fixed. He literally asked us to tag the page. You know what we did? We fucking tagged the page. So then he's like, call me, call me, call me, call me. You, you did it wrong. About? You did it wrong. Call me. Call no, we didn't. Shut the fuck up. I'll teach you how to run brakes correctly in your legend car, you clown, so this doesn't happen again. <laughs> you literally bolt the master cylinder to the fucking firewall, bolt the brake lines to it, and bleed it. So the end of this conversation is him replying, Bob, upset. Him no. replying with, I contacted you a few times and you car. ignored us. You pirated a Lego video kid. and didn't reply black reply back now you play the victim sad take care sad yeah we play the victim how the fuck did we play the victim they're playing victim <laughs> you stole our rights no yeah, we what? stole your video of your we didn't even steal your video we took your video of your daughter being an absolute buffoon behind the wheel of a fucking with credit car. given to you you fucking idiot do you even listen to the show bro like it says calling people on their shit absolutely it, not good or bad right so a lot of people say good, good bad publicity is good publicity or any publicity is good publicity you got 50,000 impressions. Right. You got 200 shares free of charge. Yeah, cost we you should zero send, dollars. We should send him a fucking 1099. Yeah, we should, should send that. him a bill. Jesus. <laughs> fucking what a cunt. fucking guy. Anyway. Oh, that'd be hilarious, though, if Bob actually did call him, because you do have access to the messenger. I thought that in the middle of that, Bob was just going to no. pull up the guy's number and give him a jingle. I am <laughs> like, hey, you're I on am air. feeling so ill. And I'm just cunty enough that I would do that, but for the greater goodness of our program. <laughs> Let's say, Bob, your face is almost as green as your razor. <sighs> so uh, we do have we do have some. Uh, oh, shout out to uh, honorary weapon of the week, Brad. Your old truck. Um, oh yeah, poor buddy. I don't know what happened. He had a problem, and I've talked about the night I ran Brad's truck, and you literally are out there racing, just going, "What the fuck?" And you have to remind yourself that these people are inexperienced drivers, lower budget classes, so it's not their fault. Amateur night at the strip club. Brad's poor old truck is still kicking, and it's nice. They've done a nice job. They put body panels on it. They painted it. A real sharp-looking truck. Um, he broke and was going down the front stretch on the bottom, and Matt Merrill, son of um, sports donk legend Terry Merrill, pretty fucking good in those pick up trucks, um, was coming by leading the race, and uh, Buddy in the 19 was like, nah. Still is a 19 on it. Yeah, it's still the same number. It's <laughs> awesome. He's just like, nah, this isn't it, and hangs a right and destroys <laughs> Matt Merrill. Puts Merrill into the fucking crash pad, out into the fucking weeds. I wasn't even there that day. We couldn't co- even fucking cost hang the, out. Cost Matt another win. Uh, That's tough. Just, uh, just a little bit of awareness goes a long way, people. Just check check your mirrors real quick. Yeah. Uh, not it's not that. <laughs> so uh, I don't Dave, even know the kid's name, and I hate. I don't want to shit on. I don't. Who am I kidding? I just shit all over a girl for the last ten minutes. But to be fair, it was more shitting on her father. But. Well, that's true. Too. I bet this number nineteen buddy didn't fucking threaten whoever put the video on Facebook of his stupidity into it with a lawsuit. He probably just went, "Well, that was dumb. I'm gonna try to do better next week," which is really all you can do. I mean, <laughs> we've all done it. If you're listening to the show, if you just started listening right now, again, that's super dumb. You go back to the beginning of the show, like self awareness. Charlie and I spent segments just shitting on ourselves for having wean steps. Like, yeah. that's all you can do. Like that girl Own with it. the legend car, just like yeah. If she had just said like, "Ha ha, guys, you know, appreciate the love. I lost brakes." If if um, she had put a caption when you trip on your clam, I would have fucking. <laughs> I'd have bought a t-shirt. I, I'd have, I'd have, I'd have had all of her merchandise. Yeah, when your all labias get caught in the steering wheel. Yeah, just, <laughs> like it is what it is. Oh my god! F- just, but instead, she got out. She's like, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's <laughs> Blame you. 
<laughs> oh my god. I rubbed that on my labia after a big we crash should've... and I feel fine. <laughs> we should have fucking posted that as a response to the we Hi. should we should post that and then tag her, her dad, you blue emu. Responded. You should use some diabetes. blue emu for your hurt feelings. <laughs> what even is blue emu? It's basically old man rub for your joints when it's, you hurt getting out of bed. It's an icy hot rub. You might want to throw some on the stomach. Don't jerk something. off with it. No, I'm <laughs> not. It's no. on my head when I get home. Oh my god! If anyone, uh, there's very few people. That's like that's gonna get lost in the gaggle. But the, it's so funny. She just absolutely destroys the whole field and then gets out and, and does a, cuts shoot, a promo. Shoots a promo <laughs> with the car in the background with like three wheels ripped off it. <laughs> it, lo- yeah. it looks like it looks literally like when the the tire goes like through the car on iRacing. <laughs> yeah. You've got wheel damage. <laughs> It's right behind her. She's like, yeah, so when you wreck really hard and you take out half the fucking field and your fucking click gets caught in the fucking steering shaft, put some blue emir on your fucking pussy. It's so funny. She, <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah, I think it was almost verbatim. It's the verbatim perfect video of all time because uh. you just go from like, what the fuck is that? To like, hi, I just wrecked my car and this helps me not be sore. It's like, oh my God. Are I mean, you I'm trying crazy? real hard to use my social media to promote racing more than I ever have, but that is just not it, chief. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's that goes that is that is the self awareness that that we need. We need that is Hi, like the I'm reason. Bobby. My penis is sore because I stepped on it <laughs> in the super modified race. To help with soreness, I rub blue <laughs> on my balls. <laughs> And then I scroll over to my car that looks like somebody stepped on a beer can. <laughs> Let's just Unfortunately, cut. Blue Emu doesn't fix sheet metal. <laughs> but it does make your balls feel better. Oh, Let's God. just cut promos uh, for products that didn't ask for them to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Neosporin's going to get it. <laughs> you shouldn't brush your teeth with this, but boy, will it make your boo-boos feel better. <laughs> I just downed two shots of Pepto-Bismol. I'm going to go home. Hi, I'm Bobby. I put Pepto-Bismol in my carburetor. Because that doesn't make sense. Hi, are your feelings hurt? Try Neosporin. Oh, no. Uh, uh, send a, send, that should be a Patreon question. Send us send us products to advertise that we have no business advertising. Do you have a problem stepping on your dick in the race car? Try Viagra. <laughs> It'll make it a little easier. <laughs> Actually, we need Cialis because they have the little whistle jingle. Just... <laughs> it's just, and that guy's name like was Bob. It's just like a cut to like you in a race car, then down to your foot, hitting it to the throttle, like all the way to the floorboard, and it's just that jingle. <laughs> and you shove it. And you shove a soda bottle in your fire suit to give it effect. <laughs> See, uh, it really does hit the steering wheel now. <laughs> BFP does advertising. <laughs> oh, we need to start God. an ad agency. We shouldn't. Yeah, we're <laughs> oh, talking about should. lawsuits. We Holy absolutely fuck. should. Those are. <laughs> we might have to post we, just for the fun of just for our fun. We we're gonna have to do that on Patreon. Just post videos of us I'm cutting down. promos. I'm down. Just like it, a we, montage. We, we that'll be a post. So anybody that hasn't yet, head on over to Patreon. Uh, get wherever your apps are from. Get Patreon. Look up the Lack Flag Podcast. We're gonna make a post here saying, just give us ideas for products for us to just put ridiculous promos of, and then the only way you're gonna be able to see it is if you're on Patreon. Spike a bang energy off your windshield. Energy race car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, bang uh, energy. I just banged your mom. <laughs> energy, sports. <laughs> Buffalo Wild with like, beer. Sports with a, like a stellar guitar riff. Oh. Bam, bam. 
but it's, it's like a free one though that you get on <laughs> like, <laughs> that i have on my ipad yeah. from like the old version of the show <laughs> Uh, so this show actually is presented by uh, Original Wheelman. Uh, Original Wheelman is here to provide any and all with a love for racing and apparel line that they'll proudly wear anywhere and everywhere. With a touch of class that still looks fast, OGW is here to make sure you look good when standing on the door in victory lane. After finishing second. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be standing on the door. Actually, you should do that. It'd be the, it'd be the <laughs> meme of the dude with the bottle. Get, yeah, yeah. get out. Stand <laughs> on the wing. <laughs> yeah. Dump. Yeah. So, sir, you lost. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Actually, so, if I finish second in every single race at Star Speedway this year, I'll do that. Perfect. I love what, it. What are you doing? Finish second in every single event. Get, get out, stand on the wing, champagne, <laughs> celebrate, burn the thing down just for them to go. <laughs> it, it's you, know, like that. you know Jeffrey Battle won the championship, right? Jeffrey's trying right to talk. It's just... <laughs> <"Wah>, <laughs> it's, it's like that reminds me of like my favorite meme of all time where it's like first, second, third, and then it's like the 50th person. Did you just say that? Yeah, yeah it's I almost like Brad just said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, I actually said... That is my favorite meme I, of I all didn't, time. Uh, I didn't get an actual trophy. I got a plaque this week, which is fine. Did you get um, that one away too? Actually, I haven't even got it yet. Um, I probably will. But the next time I get like an, a legitimate trophy, I'm just going to unbolt it and give pieces away. Like I'm not going to smash it and break it because that's disrespectful. But I am going to just take an impact wrench and just you, you get a post <laughs> and you get the top and you get the block and you get a post and you get the little plaque. And you get the base. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, go Tyler on. Morris, who wants a free part of a trophy? <laughs> Go, going over to uh, the Patreon questions here, Dave Sykes, Sykes asked uh, uh, the opinions on the JB Fortin and Matt Hirschman situation. Um, we have already addressed it. And, um Yeah, real heads up play. Um, that's obviously a joke. We're all on Matt, Matt Hirschman's side. Uh, Reagan Parent had a question that's not really a question. My head um, already hurts. Had a, uh, yeah. I'm going to opt out. Had a, I'm just kidding. Had a pass pick em parlay uh, for Seekonk. It was uh, Jake Johnson in the 15 versus Ryan Kuhn in the 72. Jake. Uh, Kate Ray in the 10 versus Vinny Aragano in the 17. Kate, on account of that, I've never seen Vinny Arugula finish a race. <laughs> uh, Joey DeWiron, 21 yes. versus Dave Darling in the 52. Yeah, that's stipulation. What if Joey brings, Seekonk, though. If Joey brings the 21, I take the 21. If Joey brings the 20 or the 16 or the 73 or the 11 or the 20 or whatever other numbers he's ran in his life, then I'll take Darling. Uh, Jake Matheson in the 52 versus Bobby Pelland in the 12. Ooh. Two pals. That's a tough pick. Jake Matheson. Now, Jake didn't buy a Bobby Timmons hat, and Bobby did, so I'm taking Bobby Pelland. Uh, and then Johnny Clark in the 54 versus Wayne Heliwell in the 27. Johnny Clark. Clark. Nothing and, against uh, Wayne, but he just doesn't race that much. And then uh, Johnny yeah, so won the was, last time they were there. That was... Uh, you know, pick pick one uh, driver in the matchup. Most correct picks will get uh, ten bucks from from Reagan. Reagan, it's um, up to you to write that down. That I already forgot. For some reason, yeah, uh, everyone just took the same exact guys. I will oh. go uh, Ryan Coon uh, in the seventy-two. Kate Ray in the ten because I don't know who that Vinny fella is. Uh, Dave Darling in the fifty-two. Bobby Pelland in the twelve. No, uh, yep, in the twelve. And uh, Johnny Clark in the fifty-four. Uh, sorry, Wayne Halliwell. Only one that didn't end up getting picked, other than Vinny. Um, Whatever his name is. So uh, this one should be fun. Sean Foster asked, uh, four racers that you wish would piss off and take up another hobby. Two short track racers and two upper tier NASCAR racers. Ryan Newman. <laughs> you want Ryan Newman to quit? Well, I What's guess like. What's wrong with Ryan Newman? I'm actually, he's running Stafford in the open Why was that so quick? Weeks. Ryan Newman was. Quick draw McGraw. When he was the 31, he was just the equivalent of the drunk guy at the end of the bar that is always by himself. So wasn't Clint. Piss it. Well, yeah, but we like Clint. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, wait, so two locals and two two NASCARs. Yeah, well, so I was gonna go uh, right off the bat. 
Um, that's going to get bleeped out. <laughs> uh, definitely P1 on my list. Uh, hang it the fuck up and uh, take your blue emu with you. So I got definitely one short track guy I want to fuck off, and I mean this in the nicest way, but Jeffrey Battle. Hang it up, please. <laughs> tired, sure. tired of you. And uh, cup-level Martin Truex. Hmm. I feel like Martin will be kind of like Carl Edwards territory for me. I didn't really like Carl Edwards until he was gone and then was like, the sport needed that guy. I maybe don't won't feel so strongly about Martin Truex because Carl didn't seem like he cried a lot. He did just right rear people into the grandstands. And I love a guy that takes care of a problem. So, <laughs> um, I didn't agree with it. I was a big Brad Keselowski Try fan. Try Blue Emu. <laughs> did you just flip into the third row of the grandstands? Do you have a problem getting your dick hard? Hi, I'm Carl Edwards. Try Viagra. I'm a very big proponent of taking care of problems. Oh boy! Um, and then I mean, it would it would be just naturally. Uh, everyone would expect me to say Dave Farrington for a second one on a local level, but even that, like as much as I don't like him, he still deserves the right to race, and and that'd be one less car in, at the races, and you don't really want to see that anybody. So I'm not gonna pick a second person that I hope pisses off. Well, that's good because I was gonna pick Dave Farrington in the 23. Uh, <laughs> one of the only ones that came to mind for no reason other than the fact that um, we're just. I think it's a mutual, we don't really like him, and he probably doesn't like us, and um, I don't want him to piss off. Like I just know that he's he's they really good. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, he's really good. He um, is almost a shoe-in for you know any race up at Oxford, and uh, you know I just you, when you say you hate to see that, you usually mean that that is a joke. We didn't um, touch on him how winning, I would hate to see. Last Sunday when we went to Oxford, I picked him in the pool just to lessen the blow if he had, in fact, won the race. Like... Yeah, bummer that he won, but also I got like a hundred bucks. So, yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a big brain move because he is. Uh, I've done that multiple times. He's actually just really good wherever he goes, which is just kind of frustrating um, because I know that he doesn't like us and we don't like him. So it's just a mutual thing. And uh, do you think we can put a sticker on his car? Probably. That'd be funny. Yeah, big one. Yeah, big old, big old one. He's probably. Um, never mind. I'm gonna record that. <laughs> Trying not to start a turf war. Um, and other cup driver that I kind of wish would fuck off. I don't, I don't really know. <coughs> I, just Martin Truex. Like, just don't like the guy. I picked him in the BFP pool and he spun out going straight. Like, we can't have that. Yeah, I, uh, I, the first driver that did come to my mind was Martin Truex. Mainly because I think that if Martin was to retire, then Noah's going to get Bass Pro and uh, we'll have a full-time cup ride. So. I had a friend of mine in a completely unrelated note was like, he, I don't know how this guy pulled up. My, my dad's buddy Rob just comes home one day. He lives in a motorhome in my dad's shop. That's now two motorhomes in the parking lot for those keeping score at home. Um, just was like, yeah, so I met George Bush today. I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, I met Trent Brown of the Patriots. I'm like, oh, and he's like, do you know the guy that owns Bass Pro Shop? I'm like, Johnny Morris. He's like, yeah, that guy's a hot shit. I'm like, did you ask him if he wanted to sponsor a race car? No, but he said he liked NASCAR. I'm like, a little. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> He sponsors eight cars. He's talking tens of millions of dollars. Uh, You know who else I wish would piss off is fucking Ty Dillon. Um, I was going to say Joey Logano. Well, Joey Logano is definitely... See, I like Ty more than Austin. I wasn't going to pick... I think that Austin... Austin's good for every once in a while. He's like battling for a win. They both take advantage of the nepotism, which why wouldn't you? But Ty does it less. I... I, uh, yeah, I don't know that I necessarily hate Ty Dillon. It was kind of along the same lines as you took Martin Truex, and uh, I just want uh, Black Rifle Coffee to go on, all in on Noah. Yeah. Um, so you'll have that on uh, in big-time auto racing. But Joey Logano, definitely one of them. I can't stand looking at his fucking uh, Adam's apple and his g- ridiculous fucking smile. Sam Mayer can probably fuck off. 
Well, I was going to say Ty Gibbs. Nah. Yeah, I'll still Ty Gibbs. Oh, I thought yeah. of another local driver that could probably fuck off, but remember that whole flirting with a lawsuit thing? I like lawsuits. Not going to do that. No, it's not that. No, it's not that. Tomatoes. Uh, oh, that was going to be, that was P1 on my list. But, <laughs> no, I, uh, thought we were wind, I thought we were winding P2 down. P2 was Dave <laughs> Farrington. No, no, I, <laughs> I just, Charlie hasn't, even, Charlie hasn't even really given us any. No, that was my first one. <laughs> Tyrone Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, no, so uh, for a couple Dave guys, Farrington was my second. NASCAR stuff, I'd say Ryan Newman and Joey Logano for sure. Locally. Newman has fucked off. Uh, yeah, but I guess that's true. I'm going to get his autograph for you at Stafford. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, on a postcard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of Mike Jr. <laughs> locally, it's tough because it's... Uh, um, puts you into some sticky water sometimes, or whatever the phrase is. But uh, uh, is water sticky? If water's sticky, that's bad. Well, well, uh, I don't know. Ryan Rice can fuck off. Oof. Um, and but I guess that's my fault for racing. stepping down nine divisions. Yeah, racing with him. Uh, and love that for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. The entire fucking Super Street division can just fuck off. Matt Beers can stay. Yeah, I guess. Sports dunks. Yeah, I don't really know many of the sports. Oh, dunks. actually, you Peach, know what? You know what? Peach I know Mero. for a fact who can fuck off. Here we go. The guy, the guy <laughs> who was running the fucking bang banger <laughs> shitbox class on Saturday. So, the I assume this was a front wheel drive vehicle because well it was still moving but the left rear tire was at about a 45 degree angle to the direction of which the rest of the vehicle is Ackerman, built. helping it turn um and he could not have been cruising down the pits at more than or less than Mach like six and uh, almost smoked me my my car that was very much parked on the pad uh my tent thing my my trailer and everything uh it, the, it was like some shitbox fucking CRX deal, and the the he had hit something, all of it, I assume, and was crab walking like you read about all the way through the pits at like a hundred miles an hour. That guy can fuck off. I got another local driver that can fuck off. He just texted me and said his dog shit everywhere in my basement. And that's Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change my answer, Rusty. <laughs> I owe you a half a can of Febreze. Who's your shit in the house? Actually, shit is an understatement. Your clothes are down here. Burn them. Might have to repaint the walls. I fell over and gagged trying to clean it. If Stephen King's movies had smells, this was it. I'm gagging. But yeah, sorry. I got it all cleaned up. I'm like, my fire suit's in the washer, you buffoon. Did he shit in the, the washer? I hope not, but it sounded like he might have. If he shit in the washer, something he, uh, extraordinary. That's like a project to do, isn't it? Poor. Extraordinary. Isn't <laughs> it? Unfortunately, I've been doing the same thing all day, so I can't really shit on him. You sure. also shit in the washer? Not in the washer, but oh. it has been spraying. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that Pepto-Bismol you fucking chugged. Uh, that actually solidified it, I think. That's a yikes. I don't know. My head hurts. Is yeah, it time so, for bed, Bob? Well, we need I don't to, care. Like, I actually do feel better now than I have all day, so... We need um, to do uh, BFP picks, and I believe that you have a pooper review, speaking of shitting all over the place. A lot of poop. Um, Woody Pickat posted on the Patreon, okay. grinds my gears, JB Fortin versus Matt Hirschman, which grinded everyone's gears, but... Um, the only pooper a, I got, uh, pooper review I got is from Sonoma, and I think we did that. Oh, right. right. He wasn't there, there last week. There was no race. Yeah. So last Fuck. week I won. I can only imagine how electric that would have been. Brad was second. Charlie Knoxville, was Iowa. third. And where are we at? Um, oh, Nash, shout out to maybe. fucking Ryan Blanchard for picking up the win with oh, Todd yeah. Gillen. Also, uh, shout out uh, Smitty for getting second. Should have been a win, I guess, at Oxford. Oh, yeah, I was there. Um, so, 
Yeah, uh, Tiger Kobe was uh, later, I guess late in the race, he was definitely the fastest car, but um, for a while it looked like he was going to run in the back half of the top five, and um, so he eventually ended up getting up to the back bumper of Smitty, and Smitty was a catfishing motherfucker, and uh, uh, there was there's no outside groove really um, at Oxford right now, and uh, so he didn't try the outside though, just when uh, drove right into the back of Smitty, was... Uh, Smitty was kind of blocking him for maybe half a lap and uh, just, I, I guess, watching it, like, you knew what, what the outcome was going to be, um, especially for someone that just got kicked out of uh, another racetrack in the state of Maine. Um, you kind of expected it, I guess, as a fan. But in my mind, I was like, I don't know why you would come to a new facility with new drivers that you're racing against that you're going to have to compete against each week and just with a guy that them. is the points leader, I assume, and just decide to drive through a guy to uh, get a win um first week so obviously if you're fast enough uh wins are probably gonna come but you know winning um i guess i i can't really speak on it because i've never really i know well, i certainly never, can't speak on it never won i guess um but i guess i would think that even if i was in that situation i would just use my head a little bit and um probably not drive through the cleanest guy in the field yeah, uh, not only in the field, but probably in the history oh, of sports stonks. sport stonking history of all time ever. Uh, Four-time champion for a reason. Um, hasn't really pissed a lot of people off, but I think Dave Oliver's comment was the best, where what's the point of driving through the guy who's probably the cleanest one out there? And uh, speaking from experience, if he owes you one, it's usually pretty spectacular. So um, we'll see what happens, I guess. Well, the yellow is going to look weird on the blue, but... I didn't write down any podium pals this week, but I do got to shout out Jay Towns, and he gave me like five sweatshirts on Saturday, which is good because it was 85 degrees on Friday, 55 on Saturday, none of my crew bought sweatshirts. So shout out to Jay for outfitting well, the 13 team. Says uh, more are coming for you, fellas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The, uh, so we did have a whole bunch of uh, friends that, that ended up on, on the podiums. I knew, um, you would, I knew you would pick up my slack there. Yeah. Well, Travis Hydar finished, I believe, second uh, at Stafford in the the uh, street stonks. Gave another shout-out to BFP, so we appreciate shout that. Out. George Bissett finished uh, third in uh, the SK Lights. Really due for that run. Uh, driver that should be competing for wins every single week, but always has real bad luck. So uh, hopefully luck's starting to turn around. He uh, gave us a good shout-out over there uh, at Stafford as well on Friday night. Corey DiMatteo picked up the win. Love that. Uh, do love that. Uh, we the love Providence, or I'm not Providence. The uh, Syracuse Drinking Pals continuing to dominate. Oh the yeah. SK is at Stafford. Absolutely, and uh, yeah. So it, it's actually the Stafford the SKs this year has been awesome because it really has been like all of our friends up there. Um, and uh, just like you said, like all the Syracuse guys. Uh, unfortunately, Junior's got to fucking pick it up because a sixth place finish or whatever he had was is just not going to cut it. You know. I think anyone that's <laughs> going to have to pick it up is Brian because he is now missing an entire race event from his total point standings. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to bust uh, Junior's balls because obviously he's had one hell of a year so far. Winning it, uh, he won at Thompson uh, on Wednesday, and uh, then uh, well, he obviously won at Jennerstown a couple weeks ago. So he's had himself a fuck of a year. Corey's in the win column. Brian's in the win column. Uh, well. Still is. Is he? Still? I think, he they, took away, I think they took away last week's race. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Brian's in the win column. And, um, you know, Mark is obviously helping those guys out. And, uh, fucking Gary. Marcello has been fucking cruising this year, too. So, uh, and Stephen Kopsik, obviously. A lot of our friends are just doing good down there. So, we're, we're uh, excited about that. And uh, we're going to be able to see him next Friday. So, uh, looking forward to that as well. But uh, Dave Cameron picked up the uh, picked up two wins, I believe, in, uh, in the Ridge Runners. Two, and two, the, two. Uh, in the... The, the the what are they called the K Cobb slingshots? They're sling sling bombers at 
at uh, Star, their Black Flag podcast, Ridge Bombers at Lee and Hudson. Yep. Yeah, so Dave Cameron swept the weekend, I believe. Yep, um, he did, and he was like, we were talking in line Saturday. And I was thinking here in a few weeks I could race all three days, but I'm fucking too old. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one, one of the reasons why I decided to go to Monadnock is because I really want to go to Hudson when the BFP Ridge Runners are racing. And uh, unfortunately, every weekend that seems to line up as of late, just they aren't. So They're um, racing this Sunday. Yeah, I I have to. Uh, it depends on if I'm going to end up in Massachusetts all weekend uh, or what, not. What but. would you be doing down there? <laughs> going to Machine Gun Kelly and uh, spending the night down that way. And uh, Coming to uh, Hudson on Sunday, I'm racing a dwarf car. Are you? Yeah, breaking news. Oh, interesting. I know whose dwarf car it is. That makes sense. Rhymes with N. Azowski. <clears throat> oh, well, then I don't know. Yeah. I kind of assumed it was the guy that's been giving us free stuff. <laughs> uh, no, no, Jay was actually very excited that he gets to race against me, and I just said, don't, uh, don't overlap me too many times. I'm, I'm not built for dwarf cars. <laughs> They're very small. <laughs> Huh. <clears throat> yeah, that'll be fun. A little bit of breaking news prematurely. Thanks, Ben. Precom. And if you have that problem, try Roman <laughs> swipes. <laughs> Wipe that. The secret to longer-lasting <laughs> sex. They could actually sponsor us. They sponsor like a bunch of podcasts. I know. That's that why I kind of like, knew what they your said. Dick. What does that do? Yeah, I th- I think it like numbs the d- nerves in your. But then, what's the test- point of doing fluid sex? Tube? Yeah, when you're pounding it out for forty-five minutes. Yeah, no, I think it's just raw. No, I think and that it just it, it it. I would assume that it does something on the innards oh, because it, it doesn't like make a, any is it like sense. A plug? Is I mean, it like, like a, <laughs> is it a plug situation? I don't know. I've never wiped it on before. I <laughs> fucked my hand. <laughs> Brad's just jerking off for yeah, forty five minutes. It, like ah, I don't fucking get it, guys. <laughs> but then, it's like, if you can't weird. feel it, how are you still hard? Like, I don't understand. I don't. What are the logistics to the? I don't need it, so I don't use it. I think that. Well, I'm just curious, though. Like, I think you're asking the wrong crowd. That it's it it's just that like it's and what's the magic. application process? Does it come with a? I like think a, it's like a KFC like moist towelette. You just rip it open and wipe, really? it, wipe it on your. On I'm your pretty shaft. sure. You yeah. just you just <laughs> you just lube up your wrench with it real quick. <laughs> I was gonna say you just fucking clean what up. What if it came in like a, a WD forty can? You just that would be sick. Away. <laughs> <laughs> she just walks in. You got your fucking hoof up, you put, up over your head. Just fucking <laughs> you put too much on your, your whole leg is balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm having a stroke from the waist down. Yeah, uh, uh, honey, I'm actually paralyzed. Uh, <laughs> Hope you're ready. I yeah. actually am. Uh, but then it, does it does it not make your hand numb too if you're wiping well, your if it penis comes in with the WD-40 can? Is though. it specifically penis nerves? Like what's the science I think it's behind just it? Specifically penis nerves. I think it's just the innards of the penis. I think that you what still feel the sex. Psychopath goes and figures out what to numb just the penis nerve. A dude that like comes too quick, obviously. Like, he had a problem and he fucking made a solution. <laughs> we put someone on the moon. Is his name Roman? That's not that crazy. What, the his, moon thing? Well, we definitely didn't land on the moon. That's yeah. bullshit. But <laughs> I just wanted to say that because a lot of people believe in it, you know? And I believe in Roman swipes. I've never tried them because I haven't had to because I haven't had sex in fucking since last night with my hand. But my hand, I feel like... Did you swipe with the I hand? Can, uh, it, it's not going to get pregnant. No. I think. What if it's like a glove? What if you fucking shot out a baby like Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> wait, like once it's cooked? Like after the nine months? Or like the, the ingredient portion? If you had to wait nine months, you'd be one Popeye motherfucker. But then you're just like... Like I got, I have a big forearm for or a reason, Or whatever Spider-Man guess, says. Spider-Car. Sp- Spider-Pig? <laughs> That'd be something uh, if you fucking spidered out a What if it, what if it came in like a pig. quart paint can and you just had like cracked the lid <laughs> and like, just, like plank your dick you down just baby it? bird your balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just squat down real quick. Is that before or after you're hard though? 
Well, you gotta get all because if it, surface if it's area, hard, so. then you then you do the the fucking the forty five over it right, like the, you gotta piss blank. in the morning. Yeah, Babe, hold on, I'm making a Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> Roman swipes. Which uh, might as well be Roman court of. <laughs> and what happened? Like, if you accidentally wipe your ass with it, can oh you your butthole goes numb. Do you not feel the shit? Oh, that's that would help shit, with, or does shit just come out? That help then, with hemorrhoids quite a and bit. And then you have to go back to the bathroom because you didn't wipe enough, and then it itches and the swipes wear off. Now you're just real itchy. Huh. Nah, it's not that. It's <laughs> 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 terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, BFP picks. Oh right, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Where, where are they? Nashville. Nashville. Um. Um. <laughs> I wasn't going to be able to do that without laughing. Uh, damn it, Rusty. Give me... Did he shit in the washer <laughs> now? No, I'm just mad again. <laughs> he just opened his phone <laughs> no, again. No, I'm just mad again. Give me... Wait, am I... Who's, who's first? You are, Charlie. Me, I am. Me am. Um, give me... Put a th- diaper on your dog. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Still upset, I see ya. Give me the... Eighteen. Okay. Oh, I thought you just used them back-to-back weeks. I was going to be pumped, but that was Bobby. Um, I don't think I've... The only person I've used used twice is Suarez. You used the eighteen literally two weeks ago. Did I? Yeah. Okay, maybe not that, then. (laughs) Nah, not that. (laughs) No, it's not no, that. Wait, no, he didn't. Yeah, that's. Jamie said it was the ninety-nine. Oh wait, do I not have the? Am updated I looking one at downloaded? this wrong? We might not yeah, have the updated one. Down. There's a second page. You uh, guys don't have the second page. Apparently, I thought I said. I do it not to have you. the second page. I thought I said it to you. My bad, guys. Oh, that's gonna be tough. So, Charlie, you've used the eighteen and the sixteen. Brad, you've used the twenty-two and the forty-five. I've used the twelve and the two. Sorry. Oh yikes. Uh. Uh. Have I used the 22? You have not. Give me the 22. Bradford. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that I was next. I was hoping that I was after that. Hey, you uh, didn't win last week. Ooh, fuck. Um, it's a okay. weird no, one. No, thanks. I have a headache. Damn. That's, um... If I used... I haven't used Ross Chastain. No, I'll use Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain. I'm going to use Christopher Bell. All right, Dan. <clears throat> so, uh, we have a oh. team. Well, yeah, so uh, the Patreon, uh, like the BFP picks that we just did, uh, we are launching a back half of the season Patreon picks for all the patrons where we're going to be giving away $200 worth of merchandise. It's going to be a couple hoodies, uh, one with the uh, OG beer logo on there, one with the alternate logo, uh, all three versions of a T-shirt, a beanie, and um, a snapback or a fitted hat. Going to the winner uh, after the year is all over. You can only use a driver once. Pretty much same fucking deal. And um, yeah, so the you basically just have to partake each and every week. So we're gonna ask the questions and ask for picks on the same uh, during the same deal there. And you just have to have your pick in by the time anything starts on uh, on the the Friday. I, you know, so if they're going to Nashville this weekend and practice starts at fucking one thirty in the afternoon on Friday. You have to have your picks in by then. Um, and uh, 
So we're uh, launching that. So if you haven't signed up for Patreon yet, head over there and do that. Uh, also, it sounds like uh, Blanchard and myself are going to uh, – we're going to have it – like we, him and I talked about maybe doing a segment on this show, but I think we're going to launch a Patreon show over there called Sad Boy Summer, The Adventures of uh, Brad and Blanche. Just a quick little fucking uh, – doohickey there uh every other week i think it'll be a lot of fun if anyone's ever encountered blanche and i together um we absolutely are, are not really serious about anything that we say um so it, the branch alert. it's gonna be it's gonna be uh yeah it's gonna be fun brad alert um, branch alert yeah we'll yeah it. so uh we also get that content heading uh, on over there and then uh, it sounds like we're gonna be doing some uh, some ad reads so we're gonna be plugging some products um hi i'm bobby and maybe even each other well, yeah. We're going to plug yeah. now. Well, <laughs> what'd you say? Whoa. What are you guys doing this weekend? Is, is Bartlett a thing? Yeah, we, bar- <coughs> we Bartlett on Friday. We're Bartletting on Friday. Uh, Saturday, uh, I think Oxford's happening weekly, right? So either bar things or Rusty asked me to spot for him. So I don't know yet. And then Sunday, I also don't know yet. I got a handful of fun days coming up if uh, it all lines up correctly. Thursday, I am going to uh, Morgan Wallen in New Hampshire. Um, Friday, I'm obviously Bartletting. And uh, Saturday, it sounds like I'm probably going to go see Machine Gun Kelly in Boston. But um, I have this really cool thing where everyone in my life um, says that they want to do something and then they all don't say that they want to do it and then they don't do it. Or they, you know, you ask them and they're like, oh, I got to I gotta check, you know, on my aunt's fucking Siamese cat because yeah. it just okay. jumped I gotta, over I gotta, a I gotta go, uh, porch shampoo and it with twisted its ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it got, it, it tried to swim in the fish tank, but yeah. it couldn't swim because of the sprain that you get it. Yeah. That's um, what that'll happen when you laminate your carpets. Yeah. I yeah. Fucking, it's always uh, tough. Every, every time. Just, yeah. you know, uh, oh, you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to. Awesome, that's great. So uh, might might do that, might not have a hotel booked. Uh, probably gonna cancel it. And uh, if I do go and I do end up going alone, um, which I'll go to Morgan Wallen alone. So fuck it, um, I might just take the train down, get boozed up the whole way, and just be an absolute problem to society on the way home. <laughs> um, but Machine Gunnelly puts on one fuck of a show. So sounds like maybe uh, after that I might end up going to Hudson uh, if I'm still you know kicking on on Sunday. But if I don't end up going to the concert, I will absolutely be at Ops- Oxford doing bar things. So. Bartlett Friday, Star Saturday, Hudson Sunday to drive in the Northeast New England dwarf car thingamajigs. Fuck yeah. Sports. I am so dead. So you are doing bar things Saturday? Don't you if do? I don't go to Machine if Gun Kelly. Machine. Are your headphones on? I'm very, I'm very much leaning, like I'm probably going to Machine Gun Kelly. But if I don't, I will go to Oxford. Watch so. me. Take good thing. Fuck it all up in one night. night. Catch me. I'm the one on the run away from the headlights. Is this 172? With people that don't like. Scott Robbins. 2000 Oxford 250 Something's winner. Something's fucking wrong with me. Nasty neck molten. Charlie Colby. That shit never happens uh, Sanford. Ryan, Ryan Coo. Jinx. Poke. You owe me a poke. Where? Coke. They used to have cocaine in this. Try it. <laughs> Especially if you'd fucking say something at the same time as someone else. Energy. Yeah, I feel like don't do hard drugs. Mike Humphrey, when he ran Super Modifieds, he was seventy-two. Uh-huh. 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 <clears throat> seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yeah, Patrick Hornquist. Looking up, I'm out on the wall right now. Oh sure, yeah. Love That's me hockey. some. Love me some horny. It's a good old stick buck. No hockey tonight. 
No. No. Tomorrow. Thank Christ the fucking NBA is over. Oh, my God. We can enjoy our Buffalo Wild Wings in peace next week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Ow, fuck. I'm going to go die. I'm going to try that wipe thing. Yeah. Yeah. On your butthole? Roman swipes. (laughs) Not to be confused to put in your ramen. (laughs) Ramen swipes. Believe this, I believe that's called EBT. Make, Imagine if you make your pasta numb. <laughs> I feel like if you were to if you were to like dunk your balls in is that way is that how Asian people are made? What if you yeah, like dunk your balls in ra- in ramen noodles? Yes. <laughs> you just whack the shit out of yourself. With no, the I like just I fucking harpooned myself with the the cover of this fucking thing. Um, no, but I feel like that's <laughs> like so one seventy two. Is that how Asian people are made? If you were to dunk your balls in ramen noodles, I feel like there's so much sodium and like fucking chemicals in that. Is that, shit that why your penis tastes would get salty smaller. allegedly? Oh, wait a second. See, I'm onto something there. Well, now I want to talk to the guy that invented Roman swipes because he for sure baby balled his baby birded his balls in fucking ramen noodles, and oh, that's oh, why jizz is salty. He's oh, the first oh. one. And Roman's been around forever. <laughs> since, so like, one seventy two, and that's why jizz is salty. <laughs> Going to fucking bed. Uh, yeah. So much All right. pain. We'll see you next week. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.